Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sip kombucha for your womb. What's a poppin'? What's poppin'? Um, girlies, our tour is in full mother effing swag. It's kicked off, girls, and whoa, what a night we had in Galway. Well, first off, I want to plug tickets because we've still got some shows coming up. Just to get them in early, girlies, fucking this Friday, April 5th, Dolan's Warehouse, Limerick City. Go buy your tickets. There's about 50 tickets left. So there'll probably be some on the door, but you'd want to make sure you get the early girls, okay? Yeah, girls, go on. And then, obviously, the week after, we have Cork, in, or two weeks after, yeah. should I say, we have Cork on the 26th in Cypress Avenue. Uh, those tickets are, there's way more them sold. I can't remember the numbers, but there's not that many left. So, Cork Girlos, if you want to come, I would highly advise you go and buy your tickets. And Dublin is sold freaking out it's gone you cannot buy any more tickets to our Dublin show so if you are wanting to come to a show and you are from Dublin you can come to either Limerick or Cork yes so have a fun little trip for yourselves um, because Dublin is a no-go If you've got your tickets Well done for coming through early And thank you to our Dublin girlos Once again for selling Thanks out so Another show That is every show we've done in Dublin Has sold out And also it just means That there's going to be a massive buzz It's guaranteed to be like heaving And um, it's already sold out And it's April It's April So I mean the start of April And that show is on May 18th And we are organising some fun shit For that show It's going to be a whole new set So we're just dying for it. Absolutely dying for it. But Limerick and Cork, it is your turn. Get your tickets. Itgallspodcast.com. Lindsay, how was Galway? Galway was litty to the clitty. So fucking fun. Thank you to everyone for turning up. We were so nervous because it was our first show on tour. First show it was out our of Dublin. first show outside of Dublin. And I was, we both were freaking the fuck out because... <laughs> yeah. We weren't getting like updated ticket sales too much. Like we still like like we're saying we don't know how many is available for Limerick and Cork. So just get your tickets because yeah. we aren't getting like the updates as much as we'd like to be able to tell you guys and stuff. So that kind of made us nervous. And just doing your first show that isn't in your hometown where you know yeah. you're like liked and stuff. And you know that there's definitely going to be a turnout and exactly. stuff. So but... Galway gals You turned it up The yes. energy you brought Was legit It was so much fun You were really loose And open with us Like with the um, Second half Where we're a bit more Interactive That was really fun The girls were just So up for it And like You're all coming up on stage That's what we love We love like a, a, a Not a shy crowd You guys were not yeah. shy at all Not afraid to make A little bit of fun Of yourself and stuff We had so stuff. much fun Me and Lindsay were out Actually there's a group of uh, Gals in the In the clear with us uh, In the Roisin Dove So hey if you're listening Two fans bought us a drink as well oh Which God, was so nice And my favourite was that she was like Look I know you don't want us wrecking your heads all night I'm going to leave the drink with you And I'll toddle off I I've like, never okay. appreciated anything more That was so kind it Thank you so, gal. Not that we didn't obviously want to like chat with you But it's just It is such a nice thing to It was just so generous just And so nice So generous and sound and After coming to our show yes. And then buying us a drink And we would have loved to have talked to you as well I know so I know We couldn't find you again Because I wanted to buy you a little round But I couldn't find you But anyway look we are so thankful but we had so much fun the Roisin Dove then me and Lindsay went out with two of our friends two Galway lads and of course yeah, one you're one man I just have to oh sorry because the country men they really you know they're from well, the their other one. I don't know where side. the other one's from yeah, I don't know they were country boys that's all country that lads know. one's a fireman one's a surfer and yes we were out with boys 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 <laughs> it was so, we so it's fun. like we're uh, like 
the you know the way it's always like the male bands who are out with groupies it's like every show we end up out with like two boys in the show (laughs) (laughs) two limerick lads where is that blind boy oh baby cakes <laughs> blind boy baby hit us remove up remove that little bag baby yeah. so we won't won tell anyone I'll wear a fucking Brian Thomas bag on my head yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun um, yeah it was just Galway we knew it was going to be lit yeah. and we know that Limerick and, Go- and Cork are going to be lit because you guys have been wanting us to come to your city and that's what we're doing and thank you for just welcoming us so well and it's just deadly to be able to travel around Ireland yeah and, so fun and it was so fun because like I'm like doing the shows in Dublin is deadly but like I get the kids minded but it's different like it's so different as a mat to be like going off not having the kids not having to worry about the kids tomorrow knowing that I'm in a hotel I'm away I'm ma off duty for one night only and it's my job like you know getting up on stage and everything however it's so fucking fun and I just get to completely let loose which is what we did in Galway Um, speaking of the hotel that fucking Canadian hot tub one we had so much fun like I think when they sent us to the name of our hotel I googled it immediately and I saw that they had a freaking outdoor hot tub and I was like Lindsay bring your fucking swimmers because we are getting in that fucking hot tub I was like we are making use of every inch of this hotel every amenity and that is what we did so as soon as we got there we were like let's check out the fucking because we were like Okay, we, we were like loading ourselves with we have to do the show, we wanted to vlog it, we wanted yeah. to get bomb ass pics. We wanted to explore Galway as well. Yeah, we wanted to drink, eat and you know, go to the cute places in Galway. Um and then we were like, Okay, so we have this feckin' jacuzzi, this is gonna be a gas <laughs> moment. Like it's hilarious. It's like as you saw on our Instagram stories, it was overlooking a kind of car park and the train station. <laughs> I think it was the staff car park to the Limerick train station. And it's or April, and it's an outdoor moment on a very grey day. Extremely grey. Not an inch of sunlight to make it seem like oh, you know, make the Insta a better qual or yeah, anything. And it not was even like a cold enough. Day. And not cold enough for it to be like a winter jacuzzi moment. Just like. Middle of the road day. Grey. Grey. Grey Irish day. 11 degrees. Bit of drizzle. <laughs> yeah. And we were just so high after being um, on stage, mm. seeing all you Galway gals and the energy you we brought. We were hyper as We were fuck. hyper as fuck. I get so hyper when I don't have my kids for a while. Yeah, you do. Because I'm like, this is my, it's like a caged animal has mm-hmm. like, just had their cage burst open and you're like, I know that I have to get back in that cage in a while but I am just like letting loose right now and we got fucking a load of hate we For, did well first of all can I just say and I will call you out not by name don't worry some fucking person I don't know if she follows us or what but like sent us a load of screen grabs from some loser ass Facebook group being like haha you're getting slated and I'm like in what world would I want to see those comments we've commented on this before <laughs> Time and time again, if you're seeing shit about us, written about us, we don't need or want to know. Unless it's incredibly serious. Where it's actually, I fucking never want to know. It's just completely not worth my time. It doesn't offer anything to influencer you follow. Like, just don't Mm. be sending them that shit. Like, don't send them shit. Don't be like, oh, this person's bitching about you on their story. They probably don't want to know. This is why people have to just cut off their DMs completely. Yeah. This is why influencers and famous people cannot have strangers talking to them because it's a lot of the time, you like uh, most of the time it's great and it's wonderful like hearing from you guys and being able to talk to you but then you get that stuff and it's just like really can disrupt your day. Mm. So, so we got a load of hate because people were basically extremely offended that me and Lindsay were Instagram storying in a hot tub. Sorry. It was because we were in bikinis. Oh yeah. And what I have understood from it because I and didn't we read the comments, but I, but I had we were being ridiculous and incredibly annoying. But that's <laughs> that who was, we are. But that was the point. Like it's not like we were being unconsciously obnoxious. Like we knew we were gyrating and twerking and being ridiculous in this hilarious setting. Like I'm yeah. sorry, I know a car park, like in a car park. But also. We were having fun. Yeah. We were like enjoying ourselves. We were delighted that we just had a successful show. We were two silly. pals having fun, causing no one any harm. Yeah, being silly as well. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like having lighthearted, 
like ridiculous like stuff you do when you're like 16 like tapping into our inner fucking child uh, and what i totally and what i've realized with this whole like hate and i'm always like you know it's kind of like a journey through this me kind of us, us getting um known and like being on the receiving end of this kind of hate and i'm definitely like just I change my mind about it a lot yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah. I'm like I don't give a flying fuck And then I'm like Oh I actually do care Help I'm really sad about What people are saying about me But now I'm at the point Where I'm just like Oh dear god It's at the point Where I'm just getting So much of it Constantly By the same Fucking losers On the same Facebook group It's like You sit On your arse Getting fatter all day every day talking about me and whoever else you are literally just mad because I am looking cute in my bikini and having fun that's the end of it if I was like a bigger woman acting the way I was I would have been praised for that or we would have been praised for that because we are like you know good looking girls with like a fucking bomb ass body you get slated I know and I know that sounds completely conceited, but it is so, just. But I understand what you mean. It is what it is. I've had, I've been on the receiving end of this for so long. I just, any time I put up a, a video of me twerking in my mirror, it, this is how it started in Snapchat. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. it's anything when I'm just like embracing my body and like all that kind of shit. Or if I'm like. Yeah, because what's the difference in us embracing our bodies and embracing loving ourselves and all this stuff? And any of the other self-love bollocks body positivity shite you see online like it's not like I understand hating us if me and Lindsay were in a bikini in the hot tub literally being like no fat bitches allowed only girls who look like us are allowed in the fucking hot tub we never did that we or if yeah if we were shaming a certain body and only embracing our whatever like you're like you're but we weren't what we do is like First of all, like, number one, because what pisses me off about this, right, is half the people, I'd say, who are fucking slating us are also about body positivity and, like, self-love and body acceptance and all this bollocks, right? Mm. Um, Not bollocks, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm using that, like, just... Well, it is bollocks when well, then the same yeah. people are not exactly. obtaining, like, that exactly. level of standard. Because, like, the, then the standard doesn't ex- isn't applicable to me, whereas, like, part of their rule is like to have this like radical body acceptance and also that everybody has their own insecurities. So just because you may see me or Lindsay as like being like, you know, this, the, the beauty standard or whatever, like you're also preaching in your own real book that every single person, no matter their size, shape or whatever, has things that they're insecure about. So I obviously have some things that I would probably be insecure about as with Lindsay, but yet we're on Instagram stories, owning ourselves, loving our bodies, having fun and not being self-conscious that we're both in bikinis and might have a role when we sit down in the hot tub. But it's okay to slate us. Like, I don't, I really don't understand the fucking mental g- gymnastics it takes to get there because, right, to put it this way, right, like, it seems like the only way that people who are, like, maybe similar size to you and I are allowed talk about body positivity or allowed be in any way confident about their own looks is in this kind of like self-congratulatory forced vulnerability long ass caption on Instagram kind of vibe uh, that I'm seeing popping up so much lately. Are you seeing this a lot? I think what's happening um, which has definitely been occurring more so in social media and just in media in general is women what happened was like you know everyone on instagram was posing their fucking arses off basically to dumb it down yeah. everyone was posing their face arses tuning. off face tuning getting that body pick when they went to mauritius all this kind of stuff and that got a little bit sickly and that wasn't getting first online that was getting the receptors because it was like you are aspirational i want to look like that i know i want to dress like that i want to have that money and that holiday so that was what was like currently trending in that had uh, currency behind it basically that yeah had social cur- like but then value. that started to weaken because people were like oh she's so full of herself oh blah 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 so then what they were doing what we are seeing now influencers famous people you know everyone and their nan is doing it is taking a picture of their stretch marks and popping that up on instagram and being like i was always scared of my stretch mark or whatever and i just i really can't bear we've spoken about this before the like 
new trend on Instagram that I'm seeing fucking everywhere are these like paragraph captions of photos Mm. that is just I just find it so forced this forced vulnerability where every single picture of you has to have this fucking spiel alongside it so in order for you to post a picture of you looking banging you also have to put up this like self kind of I've always been self-conscious about my hair or my split ends it's like just put up the fucking picture of your hair it's looking like good. I'm only accept I'm only accepted online through my journey of my accepting my body and enjoying my body and seeing myself as sexy fly and gorge Mm -hmm. if I tell my followers my journey Mm. to my destination which is now loving myself I used to be insecure about my bigger left tit but then I learned to accept myself and love my tit and swing that tit it's like like without giving any fucking tangible advice I find half the time as well it's just always like I'm only allowed love my body if I had a journey where I didn't love it or yeah, something. Yeah, and only if I acknowledge that in a public forum. Yeah, and it's like and it's like what we were used to, which was the big internet craze, which was clickbaity things, mm-hmm. whether it was a clickbait YouTube article, that kind of stuff, has now transcended to the complete opposite, which is the long sit and pause for a minute, grab oh, yeah. a cup of tea, because we're going to be talking about cellulite girls. Like... My journey with my cellulite, my one little dimple of cellulite that I'm like yeah. oversaturating on this picture so it looks even worse than it is. It's like even so do you self-obsessed. It. Yeah, it's just it's just another form of self-obsession and self-congratulatory because like if Lindsay and I, you know, Lindsay and I were talking about this and I was like, Lindsay, if me and you, right, put up a picture of us, like say we did the like the thing that was real clickbaity for a while. Do you remember like these pictures were taken two seconds apart and it's like one of the person looking fab and the other person with rolls. Like pushing her yeah, stomach out like and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like sitting really ugly and all that. Like yeah. if you and I had like put up a picture of us in the hot tub looking banging and then a swipe to see the reality and like like I my satellite out and like yeah. who knows you know all this stuff we would have been like absolutely praised like there would have been comments we would have got so much shit we'd probably be on the fucking cover of Stella for bloody positivity like all this shite but I'm not going to first of all force fake insecurities in order to get clickbait to make like and just this like self congrat like instead of clap I clap myself in the back by putting up a gorge picture of me being like I look smoking that's how I put po- like but I also know which I don't like, need I don't need 15,000 people to comment below be like yes queen own it like fuck that I'm just tired of maneuvering my way through the internet with these set up little ways to be able to do stuff I can only put up a picture of me being happy um, and in love with my body and my body looks banging if I put a self depreciating caption underneath it or um, if I've had two kind of pictures where I'm like looking really banging maybe I should have one that's a bit more homely I'll get the kids in for a pic these ways to kind of be like I'm just sick of trying to like map my internet life around what getting accepted by some fucking idiots on Facebook I'm not bothered anymore or like yeah or also just like idiots who like who aren't woke enough to actually fucking see that the shite that they're double tapping and the shite that they're yas queening is all set up just as an algorithmic way for other bloggers to get loads of likes like if you look through like I give you any blogger go to their fucking page right now and find their picture because they all have one where they do something about body positivity that I guarantee you has 50 more likes than any of their other posts they Mm -hmm. do it for algorithmic purposes and now obviously there's exceptions to the rule I'm sure there's some people out there before anyone gets on my dick but I'm talking in generalization terms and I've seen it and I've noticed it for about a year now and I've kept me fucking tongue quiet oh completely they put these things up and people do it with they they click bait you and they like bait you with mental health captions or it used to be crying selfies now it's the fucking body positivity thing like I'm all for anyone feeling fab about their body and I'm all for that message being something that we talk about however to expect people to only experience self-love and body acceptance through these little weird ways that you've or bloggers have decided is acceptable is absolutely ridiculous like it's so what's more conceited someone putting up a picture of themselves with the sole purpose of getting a million more likes than they usually do 
or just someone taking a gorge pick themselves thing they look fab and putting it up which is it's more a, fucking I up think it's just a case of as well it's like we're so like careful careful yeah. you don't want to be putting up a picture or like us in the jacuzzi where <laughs> we're loving our life and we're looking good doing it we oh you don't want to maybe trigger someone who isn't loving their body and like I'm sick of just care, care, overly caring being overly cautious about stuff not that I do but that, that kind of like being put the on us that yeah. we should be um, I'm just sick of doing it like I mean I'm. it's like really like it's very much female behaviour um, on the internet which is really treating women as dumb cunts yeah like I know that I can take a picture of myself and look a lot slimmer, a lot more toned than I actually am. I'm not then believing that I am that exact yeah. picture. Like, you know, I can still accept myself in another picture where I might have a row or look bloated or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just what it is. That's it. It is what it is. Like, some pictures you look really good and you upload that one. Others you don't. I have cellulite. Sometimes it doesn't be sound. In the, it's, just, it's really just not a fucking issue. And yeah. I'm just so over women being so obsessed with their looks and their body and their cellulite and then their mental health on top of it it's like just fucking live and let me live as well please well let me experience my own body whatever the fucking way I want to experience it like it's so it's such a stifled conversation like how what what is what positive thing is there about body positivity if you only can experience it within these confined rules made up by some fucking loser on the internet. I think we just need to, honestly, like I had a kind of breakthrough in the past couple of days in ter- in regards of all of this kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I really, we've spoken about this yeah. before in the podcast where like body positivity was like, I was a lot more conscious of my body last year more so than ever because of this constant conversation about body, 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 body. All I could think of, like, not all I can think about, but I was very, a lot more aware of my Mm -hmm. body and do I love my body? Do I have stretch marks? What am I going to deal with? How am I going to deal with aging? Ah, ah, body, 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 body. And then came the mental health, the self-care and that. And I definitely think I always had like issues with anxiety and that kind of stuff. Or maybe not even issues. I just have always been an anxious person. However, I feel like the um, influx in conversation around mental health, mental health, mental health has made me a lot more hyper aware of how my brain works and like questioning it and not just accepting myself being more like, am I okay? Like it's just been on my mind more. Whereas like, I think we just need to fucking park it right now, deal with like life and recognize how much we're talking about certain stuff. It's mm-hmm. like boys, like you can make, you can go on a date with a guy or be texting a guy and sit on a couch with your friend and talk about it and talk about yeah. it and talk it into this huge, big, massive part of your day to day. And it's just not. I just don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's healthy. I think around the body positivity and the mental health thing, we're having all these conversations about like, you have to talk about your mental health. You have to, I think it's getting us too obsessed with talking about our fucking mental health and our feelings I think the mental health stuff though, I can understand because that's such a stifled conversation for so, and like, I think that talking about it and being, letting people who are suffering from mental health issues know that they can speak about it I would agree to that. Now, I understand there is an oversaturation of it 100%. To an, Just from my extent. own experience of like, since I even have spoken about it on um, the podcast on X Gals, where yeah. I kind of like spoke with expressed, stuff, it yeah. really was so helpful for me. I understand it was so helpful for me to be able to just express all these interested little feelings that I get and that like mapping out my anxiety and all that is really interesting and helps me understand it and it's beneficial to talk to your friends and stuff however I do think it gets to a point where the conversation can get a bit heavy and exhausted and it's not actually helpful I've noticed that in since I've spoken out about um you know my like anxious uh whatever personality Mm -hmm. that people are talking to me about it and I'm actually a bit like okay I'm like it can be there has to be a balance of like being able to talk openly about these things however not over talk about it so that your whole life is about your anxiety well I I totally I, I mean whatever about the let's go bring it back to the body positive stuff because I definitely agree with you with that kind of stuff I, I think, think they're quite interlinked in terms of like I think they are but I can understand why like I think there's a greater need 
for the possibility of oversaturation with talk be encouraging people to talk about mental health issues however talking about body positivity that I feel can be a little bit of an empty void because with so much of these like say those Instagram captions I'm talking about like people could be like she's doing such good things for body positivity I don't see any tangible tips like it's it's like because and the reason is that the reason of that is because you can't help someone love their own body I don't think like that is something that could happen to an individual through their own mechanics of finding it like I can't like what helped me love my boobs or love my legs or whatever the fuck I'm loving this Mm -hmm. week what helped me love that isn't going to help you like it's a completely different journey it's like when someone's trying to talk you down from an anxiety spell like no one knows how you're feeling it's completely unrelatable to you so like you're what you're saying to me right now isn't helping me so like with the body positivity thing it's just like it's also to me a bit of a stupid conversation because like there is no you don't have to love your body these loads of other things about yourself that you can love other than your body if you don't love your body it's annoying because yes society is very body conscious and that we do like you know especially and it's congratulated beauty is congratulated and health is congratulated but that's just how human human existence is but i do i do strenuously believe that like this over exhausting conversations around anything is not helpful and makes a lot of your existence about that you yeah know? no I agree with you in that yeah, um yeah. and I just think like from my own experience and like dealing with my own journey via my own journey of like you know body positivity and mental stability it's like talking about it is wonderful necessary and all these things but also more so just action that's what I mean like, about yeah tangible tips like or whatever. I can I can set up my fucking handy cam and pose in front of it to make sure that my stretch marks are like going to be in the shot upload that picture and harp on about my adoration of my stretch marks it's like it's just you're talking shit you're just yeah. you're really just focusing on something that is so not important whether or not you love your stretch marks is just really so grim that that's even a conversation to be honest I mean it's the epitome of navel gazing it's stretch mark I have had stretch marks since I was a teenager I'm pretty sure I had like a growth um spurt and inside my like on my inner thighs Mm. and on my ass I affected a few stretch marks it never bothered me I noticed them I just was like oh that's different just like puberty came my Mm. boobs were getting big it wasn't this big like oh my god how do I accept my new breast cup Mm -hmm. or my breast fucking size it just really was like yeah dealing with life and rolling with the fucking punches that life throws you're not even punches it's just literal every single person has to deal with certain things of their own body whether it's health issues your hair not growing your hair growing too like there's fucking and I just think to focus on those things is just really turns you into a narcissistic little cunt yeah i mean it's just a to to start like pinpointing minor details of our body and not only like to also push this narrative that we in order to be a kind of happy and successful and i mean successful in like a mental way person like we have to accept them not only accept them but love them like this whole like i love my roles like fair fucks to you if you do like do you know what but like at the end of the day I love my hair because it's real and glossy like I mean I'm sorry you can't tell me to love certain aspects of myself and also like it's part of human nature and human like life to just like some things and not like some things and Mm -hmm. you're not less of a person if you look at your cellulite and you're like fuck I wish I didn't fucking have that like when I was a teenager with stretch marks I never got stretch marks never had cellulite spent my entire late teens wanting them like this mm. is how the, the human mind doesn't always make sense I was like I want them I'd hear cellulite and I'd be like when will I because I equated cellulite and stretch marks with like being kind of womanly and I was like Curvy quite, and that yeah. kind of stuff and I was quite a late developer so I was like a bean pole I was like when will I want that I want cellulite because that means mm. that I'm kind of like this womanly thing and now I fucking have cellulite and Jesus I wish I had the 17 year old bod again but like that's just life I you just know think what I mean? it's, it's kind of like the whole um PC culture that's taking over right now which is like we're on the opposite uh, scale in terms of we grew up with like 
models, models, yeah. gorgeous actresses. That was what was celebrated. We didn't see, sure. yeah, completely. And now we're like just doing the opposite where it's like, let's just celebrate and love, you know, not as generically gorgeous things about the body. Yeah. Like stretch marks, obesity, um, disabilities, skin disease, all this thing that is now being like really pushed out in um, the fashion world and yeah. social media and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, we need to find the balance between, you know, just accepting yourself and it not being a big ish. It's yeah. like, that's what I mean with the mental health thing. It's like, we were not talking about it for so long. People were silenced. People were hiding their depression and not talking about their feelings at all. And now it's like, we have to talk about it and we have to be so open about it. We need to find the balance where it's like a common, Normalized. normal conversation to weave in and out of conversation about, yeah, I was feeling anxious or, oh, I was having this trigger, blah, 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 without it being a dense, constant like point nitpicking of. every little thing like yeah I agree with you because it's like because <sighs> that just makes it into a bigger deal and what happens with like what I've noticed about like say me talking about my mental health and you do get attention from it well so, that's what I'm kind of saying is that like the whole point the whole thing about the, the this oversaturated conversation purely in my opinion comes from the fact that there is social currency behind it because that is how people get noticed that is how people get attention it's how they get likes i have noticed it on certain influencers instagrams they're not getting likes for a while what will they do they'll throw up a fucking body positivity post they'll throw up a crying selfie they'll throw up a post about anxiety and i'm not saying that they don't struggle with these things you know what i mean like but i am saying is that they are using these things that they may or may not suffer from in a very like pathological pathological way to get attention likes and affirmation and it may even be a second thought do you know totally, what I mean totally. like it literally is just how the brain works these days if there's a lull in a yeah. following or their likes and they're like I know what is going to guarantee some kind of generative yeah, um, yeah, yeah. conversation around me or make me be a bit more on the radar is if I whack out a pic of my uh, third nipple yeah. and we're all talking about that and how I'm dealing with that and everyone yeah, with yeah, their yeah. third nipples is going to be like yes queen thank you for helping me accept my third nipple I'm going to get a pierce tomorrow yeah like it's just like that reminds me oh god yeah Gin- Jenny's um, Ginny's Jimmy <laughs> Jenny's Ginny. nipple bar fell out but I, I got some advice from a few it girls. Oh, what did they say? They said, I, if I go in this week, they'll be able to reopen it for me. But if not, I have to wait six months. So I'm going to go in tomorrow, I think, and get it done. Fucking hell, six months? Yeah, because apparently if you don't go in within the first week to get it reopened, then you have to wait for it to fully heal. And that takes six fucking months. So I probably just get reopened has triggered me. <laughs> you know it's got like what I've when I'm expressing like when I'm talking about the mental health thing before anyone which they probably will but again I really don't care what people <laughs> are saying about me anymore Um, it just I've noticed even in my own brain because of this constant conversation I'm having in my own head am I okay mentally am I mentally healthy how do I make myself better blah 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 those kind of uh, inner thoughts I have I have now just become a bit more obsessive and I think it just regenerates yeah. my anxious feeling and like re-instills the fact that I am an anxious person. Whereas yeah. if I just kind of like was saying to myself, Lindsay, you don't need to question every thought that comes into your head. You don't need to, you know, oh, unpack every anxious feeling. You can also yeah. just be like, Lindsay, let's set that aside for a minute and fucking carry on with your day. Do you know that kind of yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. But we're in the society where it's like people are able to have like huge length of time off work due to anxiety, which is like I understand that you can get to a certain place where literally you physically can't work because of, due to mental health. But it's just whatever society is doing right now. Yes, it's great that we're talking about it. However, I've noticed in the past few years that there's just been a huge um, like influx in people apparently like not dealing with their mental health struggling with their mental health and struggling with their body image so what's happening right now the constant conversation about like body positivity and or mental health it's not working because it's only multiplying what I'm seeing I'm not seeing people like being mentally healthy and talking about mental health I well that's where I think that's where it just uh it all gets so confusing going back to the social currency point because like people they only get like us right us up twerking in the hot tub that's not celebrated because 
we could be seen as people who have overcome it and are just existing and are just woohoo but positive about our bodies so but what it does have social currency and what is congratulated especially on social media is people having the self-congratulatory posts posting the crying selfies saying they're taking a break from social media because of anxiety so it's like it's this muddied water where like mm. we don't actually know the reality of how people are kind of fucking dealing with it like is the conversation helping i'd hope so is it actually tangibly helping? I've absolutely no fucking idea. I think it's helping definitely in the fact that like social media is a great way to connect to people, to feel yeah. like you're not alone. And in terms of being in the body, it's such a lonely place. It's the loneliest place in the world, your mm. own body. You're like, you can have a boyfriend, you can have a best friend, you can be touching people. You never, you're always alone in your body and that feeling, you know, exists, mm-hmm. I think, um, for every human at some point in their life. Um, so with social media and expressing your own thoughts about like you know likes and dislikes of your body and what you like it makes you feel close to people and makes you falsely think that you're connecting to people because if I see that uh Instagram girl from Ireland who I absolutely think is the hottest bitch in the world also has struggled Mm -hmm. then I can kind of feel like okay maybe my my life isn't so bad because I view hers as perfect Mm -hmm. and now she's saying it's not However, I think that comfort only lasts for a certain length of time because like if I'm seeing like a really like gorgeous what I um, who someone who I look at and think is perfect and gorgeous and great life. If she puts up the selfie of being like, I'm not perfect. I'm actually anxious. And then the next day I see her just carrying on with her life. I'm like, you know, the way it's like it's only going to go into a pocket of like connecting for that one moment do you get what I mean I, you yeah know, I'm making this way more confusing no I get what you mean like, it's just it's fleeting like it's yeah, not it's like, not like uh, people can be connecting to me on when I was speaking about my anxiety in that moment right, they're However, not still connecting to you right now the yeah second I will have said I'm anxious I go through this blah 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 however then they'll see me in the jacuzzi and be like well she's not very fucking anxious exactly, now and yeah, I am yeah, yeah. and I am not connecting with it it's because the body is a lonely place and you will only really truly be connected to yourself fully you're never going to be like fully to someone yeah an influencer a boyfriend a girlfriend your mom do you know it's always you and your own thoughts and your own kind of how you deal with life and like so even with um say the anxiety thing and the whole how I've been kind of like just doing the taking the steps to like deal with mine is like just sitting back and trying to understand the root of my issue where it comes from and trying to slowly sort out certain things that make me feel anxious planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, we, wanted to, we wanted to talk a little bit about um, the whole, which is an umbrella to this conversation, yes. which is like the self-care. Dare I say segue? Segway <laughs> Haven't Mike dropped that one Into the no, pod No we haven't It's been a min um, But yeah Like the whole like Around this mental health Body positivity Conversation Comes the whole Self care Self care Light a candle Read a book yeah. Take a minute for yourself And it's usually just like A veil of neoliberalism Like fucking Bullshit Of like Self care Being a commodity That you can Buy Apply And enjoy in this really performative way as well it's always around like the veneer of like face masks and hair masks and we're kind of sold this idea that taking care of yourself means 
buying products to or not only even that like there's there, a lot of it is that a lot the of, kind it, of buying yeah. and the like and veneer stuff like yeah candles face masks making everything on the outside seem okay yeah but then even the more like spiritual side of things yeah the like meditation yoga exercise it still is seemingly regardless of how people want to paint it a lot of the time it is more so for the outside um like uh gain rather than the inside gain well i would probably disagree with you on that in terms of social media oh in terms of social media fine yeah, i'm not talking in genuine because like there is like actual research for like meditation yoga and exercise no to i'm help. not no i'm not denying that i'm okay. saying for performative kind of reasons, i'm saying like, like that a lot of times like of course exercise and um yoga and all these things are like hugely beneficial however mm-hmm. i feel like people are taking them on now more so for the veneer of having that rather than actually being like i really want to get yeah, a, i, I just don't you. think you i don't know like people are like dealing like going being like i'm gonna get into meditation i'll download this fucking app i personally don't really i think whoever invade and whoever invented meditating would be turning in their grave if they're if people are using a technology app to meditate maybe i don't know those apps are actually quite good i find but like people explore those things i know what you mean though is that like it's like relying like the irony of relying on uh, a piece of technology to help you tune out from technology is pretty fucking funny I think I'm saying that as well but I'm saying like that I don't think they're genuinely wanting to fix the inside I think it's more so for the props that it gives you on the outside mm-hmm. I don't think I think if people really like I think in society it's just the outer shell is always going to be more congratulated than the inner shell so if someone so who do you think is doing it then do you think that people are downloading the app just to say they have the app kind of thing say no. for example in that one i just I don't, I don't understand i'm saying really. that like it's because it's on social media because mm-hmm. if you go on someone's page it was like you know professing these things like sure. i'll see someone who 90 percent of the time online or sells himself as someone who's obsessed with makeup and exercise and blah 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 and then suddenly the new trend is meditation or the new trend is this and it's like i think these complex things such as like meditation are now being like my wadi down yeah because we're using an app instead of like maybe thoroughly trying to understand how meditation can actually help your mental yeah. health it's same as certain things like crystals or horoscopes we've spoken about before i think it's like it's more a fashion statement than a genuine longing to actually heal yourself yeah there's a, a definitely a performative element to it and i think when it comes to when it comes to yoga and like exercise and meditation all that i don't necessarily see it as a net bad because like no so if you're getting into healthier habits like the the mechanism of how you got there doesn't really matter in the long run if you follow through you know that way like I mean I think a lot of the time with like exercise or yoga or those three things for example that definitely do have huge benefits like if you the real people who do end up getting into it end up with that actual addiction to it and that actual like love of meditation or whatever it may be you know that way and the people who only go into it for the veneer I find will usually fall off because if you don't have a natural kind of like passion for something or love for it you're probably not going to continue to do it for years and years and years and years and years I I think think what's happened with social media where it's not as important to actually genuinely be into the things it's just to look like you are and I also think that for your own self like um you can convince yourself of certain things because of what you're putting out there just like these bloggers were literally believing that they were a certain size because they were photoshopping their picture to look smaller that they couldn't accept how they actually genuinely looked i think you can like curate your outer image and how your life is presented and even like i mean i do it like if i'm going to the gym and I'll put it up on Instagram 
it doesn't matter if I've had a really fucking good workout where I've actually like got the endorphins going and you know worked out my body which is going to be beneficial for my mental health mm-hmm. and my physical health and all of the above um you know I'm more I think it's just that we're very we're so obsessed with how we're being seen the veneer kind yeah, of thing. yeah that yeah. like we don't even like I mean you just see it countless times like with bringing it back to the stretch mark thing we're they're only talking about it they're only putting up the picture of the stretch mark when they've full circle to the acceptance mm-hmm. you know so it's like people want to look a lot more finished and whole and then they are do you know the way I find like when people are talking about yoga online a lot of the time it's like at they'll discuss this kind of like from a higher part instead of it being like oh I kind of want to get into meditation but I don't know how yeah it's it's like, very, meditation has helped me since I've done you know usually from like a like a bit of a pedestal mm. I find like it's usually a little bit preachy or uh, a lot of the time can come across from a point of like I've it all figured out um but how how are you relating this then back to the kind of self-care stuff just that uh like that it's kind of performative and like the veneer kind of thing or because I just think, think that I was noticing myself and I noticed with a lot of young women in Ireland um, that we really will let, I mean, our teeth rot inside our head. <laughs> and But we will focus so much on the things that are in the long run going to be doing bad for us. So like Irish women are notoriously, like we've spoken before, they have like, what is it? The biggest basket size like in terms of makeup. We In Europe, if not like maybe even more than Europe like we consume huge amounts of clothing and makeup like we are yeah. consumers um like hair extensions tan fake eye, all this kind of stuff that like we convince ourselves of self-care but then other things that like go on the back burner such as going to the dentist getting a smear test getting an STI test maybe other things that like you can't just nail varnish over that you literally need to fucking like I was just I fucking copped on and I recognised that like my mental health isn't going to be fixed with this Instagram bollocks or like even a meditation or even that I need to figure out Mm -hmm. the root of I do think sometimes like certain meditation crystals can be like a distraction to actually fixing the root of what's going on inside your head and how you can untangle your mental health problems yeah and I think like especially that's my problem with the whole self-care movement and like um, when I say that I mean like the Instagram kind of shit it's like you can't buy health in that way and to say to try and sell someone this lie that care like self-care caring for oneself would be that mentally physically or whatever other way is going to be solved by buying a sheet mask and arnets like mm-hmm. it's it's just it's like another as you said in my wadi down term like it's like you know the term empowered like everyone's fucking empowered these days you know turn Mm. on the light bulb yourself you're like wow it's such an empowering thought like it's like these terms are being like recycled so much online that they mean absolutely nothing like I saw someone else on Instagram saying they were like oh I'm gonna have self-care I'm gonna go to spa and buy some snacks like that's not self you're doing oh, like you can slap the word self-care, the anything, word self-care on anything, anything. That's i'm gonna in, have a binge night self-care you exactly know? and it's like you know whereas the the conversation around self-care is so the ironic thing as you were saying is that the conversation around self-care is so rarely around things about like like say for example like so let's talk about some things that we have maybe let slip i think it, it, it might be a bit like in terms of self-care like we were both talking about our smear test right i've been mm-hmm. getting this fucking letter for mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just being honest girls okay because a lot of the time this is also another thing i see online people are like girlies just have my smear test make sure you get it and that makes me be like oh, oh fuck i forgot i got the letter i forgot it because i mm-hmm. get the letter it goes in my drawer i'm meant to and then i also know that they're always like when was your last period and i'm like oh i'll have to wait for the next period like i know it just and yeah, this is just a mid-cycle thing yeah and, yeah. and look do, these are just like and this is just an honest experience this is how like it gals like to do it okay we like to talk frankly and honestly and if we're going to preach that other influencers don't talk about going through the motions we'll go through the motions and talk about it so i got all these fucking letters mm-hmm. and i still i'm sorry i got one yesterday i still haven't booked it i'm gonna book it i will book it Lindsay well, what i do i've i booked mine yesterday finally so like i mean like I'm saying about the meditation and this yeah. kind of stuff, like I can meditate till the bleeding cows come home. But at the end of the day, 
there's no point in me having a like quiet space in my mind if I'm not dealing with the stuff that's filling up my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. can go to yoga. I can get a bit of solace in the fucking tree pose. But there's stuff in my mind that's making me anxious. What is that? And one of the things was my smear test. Yeah. Again, I was getting the letters in and they'd come in and I'd be like, okay, I must do that. And I'd leave the letter on my desk and then it would be just collecting dust. I'll pop it in the drawer. Yeah. And I will do that, but I'm just going to take it, move it because I would leave it on the desk to remind myself, but then it would be getting in the way of all my other shit. So I'd pop it in the drawer and then I'd forget about it. And then the next letter would come in I got and I'd be like, letters, oh, that goes in the drawer. <laughs> Do you yeah, know the way? Yeah. So that's how my brain was working. I had forgiven myself for not doing it, not calling up instantly. So then that was just my like routine of like, I get the letter and I put it in the drawer yeah. and I will get to it. And just trusting myself that I will get to it. Do you know what I wish they did? And this is just completely selfish. I wish they just gave you an appointment and then you had to like, Maybe. cancel I mean, it yeah. yourself. Like, because I mean, I, I would know not it's, go, not, it's not real. I would go. Like, honestly, it, like, and it's, I understand it's not realistic because people work and shit like that. But if mm. they literally said, you're booking for your sphere test on the 3rd of April, I'd be like, okay, I'll go. It's, I have this like anxiety around I don't know why and it doesn't make sense like around like making the because I'm just like oh god I have to call them up and then I've I've actually to choose where to go and then I need the letter and what I I can know when my cycle is and I have to Mm. I remember the last time I did it I like called them up and she was like when I didn't even know you had to know when your last period was like because I've only ever had one Mm. smear test um and I uh yeah rang them up and she was like when was your last period and I was like uh and my period isn't like Regular. Regular. So I, I, I don't know. I have an app now, but I really, like, I couldn't tell you when my last one was. And uh, she was like, I was like, oh, it's probably around. And she was like, well, it really matters. And I was like, and then I just got so embarrassed. And I was like, oh, and I like, I, I would kind of look to my phone. I was like, oh yeah, it was these days. And then she was like, well, you've missed this month now. So it'll have to be next month. I'm just like, and, and then, then you're like, oh God, I'm going to die within that month. I know, like, but I mean, it's just the anxiety that's how, over But it. this is what I was trying to do. Instead of like distracting myself from my feelings of anxiety, I was like, okay, I need to untangle my anxious brain about this and try and figure out the thread of yeah. where it's starting and how I can eradicate this and solve this so that that's one thing that I don't have to be anxious about mm-hmm. anymore taking the small things off the list yeah so that's where I'm at right now so with the smear test thing I was like getting the letters and I was tricking my brain into believing myself thinking I will get to it so I was tricking my brain into feeling like I'd done something good for myself being like I'm not saying I'm not going for it I'm just not doing it right now because you don't need to do it right now that's what my brain was saying mine was just like do that in a minute put it away yeah it's the same Get kind of thing letter. like I'm not doing it now but I'm not saying no it was kind of like I'm yeah. just dealing with it I'm just putting it in the drawer and then um so then I kind of got into my head where I was like oh god I actually don't want to go through the motion of getting the smear test and then having to wait for however long for oh, the results and then the is it a phone bit. call is it a letter what if I'm called in what if, if I have to get the laser thing oh my god what and if something bad what if I die do I like do I want to just like right now and then I'll soothe myself like my in a not a good way I'll be like at the end of the day you're fine now so I'm sure you're fine that's how I'll soothe myself so that I don't have to go down that kind of anxious road, which is like, you know, a kind of stressful situation to be waiting for the results and stuff. I don't want to deal with that right now. So I'll soothe myself by being like, look, you're fine. If there was something wrong with your body, you'd know you're fine. Look, you're grand. You'll get the smear test. You'll be grand. You'll get it whenever you're going to get it. There's no rush. You're grand. But then I'll be like, there is a rush. Uh. And then it's just this circle of like me kind of just not dealing with it and just accepting this anxious feeling in my brain and instead of unpacking that actual anxious feeling and getting to the root of it just soothing it so what have you done then to note the root I had to do that go through that whole fucking thing of being like okay recognising my pattern and my train of thought and then just call up the fucking doctor Mm. as soon as it was in my head not being like I'll do it after this cup of tea I'll do it after this I'll do it tomorrow. It was an inconvenient time. I was running out the door. I just quickly looked up my GP. I don't, you know, I rang up and I was like, hey, I need to book a thing. Grant, sorted. 10th of April. Yeah, I have to get mine. Ugh, I have to book like, mine. Do you know what it is for me? It's like, because I don't think about it. Like, I'm, 
I'll see the letter and be like, yeah, grand, it's gone. And it's not in my brain. I'm not thinking about it until I see that post on Instagram from some fucking Instagrammer being like, remember, get your smear. And I'm like, ah. And then I'm like, I don't know where the fucking letter is. And I'm like, I'll just wait for the next letter. And then I've completely forgotten about it again. It's never in my mind to do these things. And then I just get reminded about it in like a plate like now I'm like oh god but I have to have the letter I don't have the letter I don't even know where to go am I gonna go to you actually don't need the letter to ring up do you know the last two times last time they were like where's the number on your letter some number on my letter they made me Mm. give yeah I got no number on mine maybe it's because you've gone to your GP for it before Mm. I didn't go to my GP Mm. I've changed GP recently so that could be it I went to the well woman centre and they were like annoying to be honest like I know they're meant to be nice and all but she was fucking annoying Mm. the woman who did it was nice though Uh, but I'm like that with my fucking knee my knee gives me such anxiety you've no idea and it's at the same situation where I'm just like I know I have to call up my fucking health insurance and I've done this time Mm. I've done it like three times and I've gotten nowhere I get like such fucking like bullhorn stubbornness when I just don't have progression on something like it's so fucking annoying I've been to the doctor the doctors told me I need surgery I went to my insurance company they won't cover my thing even though I'm paying them a fucking shitload of money every month they're like yeah they're just being annoying cunts about it if I'm honest Mm. and I had this like guy on the phone I've called him up twice and it's just so frustrating to know that like I mean literally like what three weeks ago before our show I was crippled again like mm-hmm. my knee can give way at any moment that is so anxiety inducing you've mm-hmm. no idea to know mm-hmm. that like one time you can be walking along the road completely fucking normal and you will not even move like when I did it in Lindsay's house that time I wasn't even doing anything and then you were in the worst pain and you were out for two weeks minimum gone you can't walk you can't do anything you're icing your knee all goddamn day and all you can and like it's the same thing going back to that like the body is such a lonely place and if anyone out there has gone through like severe physical pain you'll mm. know what I mean like when you are in like I remember you were saying like a few weeks ago your dad hurt his back and he was being really moody and I was like do you know what it's just when you are in when you have an injury and you're seeing everyone else pottering around jumping yeah. bouncing and you're just sitting there like why won't my body work? Why won't my body just fucking perform as it's supposed to perform? And then what happens is, is I'll go through that cycle. Then my knee gets better. And then I'm popping around oh. again. And I'm like, woo! I know. It's like, it's so incredible how your brain can just completely forget times yeah. of distress. And this is when is I should when, be calling my health insurance and provider. That's, <laughs> and, that, and that's when I think things get out of control. And yeah. that's when, like, I mean... This is where I think the important lesson to learn is through this is like I had that panic attack last week. Yeah. If I had just recognized those feelings of anxiety, un- like, you know, untangled the thread and tried to sort out, OK, how can I like, a, you know, not completely never be anxious again. Yeah. That's unrealistic. But, but around be like, this situation. You know, just like sort out these little niggling things that are going on in my brain and that are making my brain overwork and me be not that functioning on some days and being a bit erratic and yada 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 um you know if I had noticed before it went to the point so it's like with your knee you know if when you're not thinking about it when you're bopping around your grand and then it's like oh no oh god why didn't I fucking call them before this happened and now I'm in this space it's like so frustrating so it's like that with like even so when we're talking about self-care, we're talking about the things that aren't as fun. Like, is it more fun for you to go on ASOS or be spending ages on the phone to the fucking healthcare yeah. people for your knee? Like, what one would you prefer to do? Well, of course, be getting the exactly. instant gravi- gratification of like buying yourself something. And that's or, the, the problem with like self-care is being sold to us as something that's fun. When in the reality, actual, real self-care, like, that's taking care of yourself, your mental, like, whether you, even if you don't suffer with, like, anxiety or depression, if it is going to the dentist or, you know, having a checkup in the doctor, getting your bloods run, these small things, like, getting a mole check. I should be getting mole checks. I'm covered in moles. My mum has skin cancer. Have I got one? Not in 10 years. Mm. Is that fun for me? Absolutely no way. What's Mm. more fun for me? Going on holiday in self-care mode and putting on factor 15. Oh yeah, 
I love that. <laughs> but like, that's not yeah. self-care. Like, even if it makes me feel like short-term happiness, it doesn't have, make me have long-term health in any which way. And that's like my problem with the kind of narrative around the self-care movement is that not only does, is it linked with consumerism and linked with like purchasing like bullshit, it's also linked with like these really small kind of nail varnishy quick fixes where it's like you're just putting polyfiller on a wall that's crumbling from the inside. Literally, which is, it's <laughs> the worst part about it is that it's actually making the things so much worse. Yeah. Because for the past few years, since I have been kind of noticing these niggling kind of feelings and blah, 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 I was like, got it very much into self-care. I was putting on face masks. I was listening to my body. What do I want to do today? Like, you know, it's okay if you want to like have pizza tonight. You know, that kind of stuff. That that narrative that exists around the whole kind of like self-care, mind yourself, look after yourself. I was doing that, but I was ignoring other things like such as the smear test or a toothache. I would just wait for it not to be there instead of being like, I have a toothache. I probably should go (laughs) and call the dentist and spend that annoying fucking money. I hate spending... Because I think it's also our generation like my sisters are the same like we will spend god awful amounts of money online on asos on clothes on hair on like beautifying ourselves and going out and all that shit 60 year on the dentist excuse me what the fuck that's insane i do that i need a filling like girlies i need a filling there's a a i cracked my tooth on a little piece of chewing gum about (laughs) five months ago i'm just living with a cracked tooth right now like i need a filling and it gets so like sometimes i'll eat a piece of chocolate and like the pain the soaring pain through my mouth makes me want to kill myself did i drop 50 euro on asos yesterday Uh uh-huh oh you fucking best believe it did i get express shipping Uh uh-huh oh yeah like a little package coming my way too I know it's like it's dumb but it's something that like I'm trying to approach and you know it's always this whole like ooh it's adulting it's not adulting it's taking care of yourself it's actually prioritising things that will actually have a long effect on your life an impending doom effect on your life or a new top from ASOS that you're going to wear once it'll shrink in the wash and you'll throw it out maybe you'll sell it on your fucking Depop for a tenner but you probably <laughs> are too anxious to set up your Depop you'll probably set up the Depop and then get orders and then get anxious because you haven't posted it yes literally like oh crap I lost that top and someone's bought it oh, I want to keep it now they've bought it I'm no. just going to ignore it and get really bad reviews yes and then I'm going to like not be able to use Depop and then I know it's like it's these little things that like just it is really just about fucking listening to your mom like my mom <laughs> said this to me in the car like I was like oh I just have to wait until this money comes through before I can go to the dentist she was like Lindsay just go, just go to the dentist yeah. like it's self-care that's an act of minding yourself yeah. and I was like oh yeah that actually genuinely is <laughs> yeah. because I'm not Man. well with this pain in my fucking yeah. head with the and toothache and it's another thing on top of all the other bullshit that probably would spiral you into then having another panic attack something because as I said when you're in pain if anything bad happens to you you literally are like my life but it's also like if you don't like nip it in the bud oh, totally. before it goes big so like if you notice um if you're getting your smear test um letter in or if you're noticing a pain in your tooth or like oh your shoulder's a bit weird like act then mm. call up your dentist as the pain is coming through when you're smear test thing comes in call then when yeah. you've got the letter if you think you have an STI call, like do it now instead of being like I will do it tomorrow okay so you're gonna have to hold me accountable Lindsay I'm gonna have to have my smear test booked yes ASAP by the next time I see you well I probably see you tomorrow morning oh, yeah. I probably won't have- <laughs> I probably won't have it done then. Okay. I've got a dick appointment to go to. Dick <laughs> o'clock. Something else going in my vag. Barebacked. <laughs> Stop. No, I'm just saying more so another thing that fucking triggers you. Yeah. You're like, ah. oh, bareback. Great. Been doing that for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, I will book it. And if I don't book it, you know, uh, on the train to Limerick, you have to fucking force me to do it. 
and then it would probably be like sometimes which really also fucking makes my head I'll build myself up to finally do it I'll pick up my phone yeah. not doctor's answering doctor's not answering like, you know, uh, oh well there's my window my well gone. not my fault yeah. it's actually the doctor's fault now yeah. ha pricks okay let's go girl okay girlies limerick girlies limerick girls get your Yuck. tickets we're in you we in you tomorrow I'm gonna put this up on Thursday so we're in you tomorrow limerick tomorrow living for it please bring your energy we can't wait to see ya bye limerick slept Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.